Have you traveled lately? Been on an airplane specifically? If you have, you might be able to relate to what I'm going to say in this episode. So stay tuned. Welcome to another edition of Michelle's Point. I'm Michelle. In the last week and a half or so, I went on a trip to visit family. I must say there was a lot of difficulties in the traveling portion, going and coming back home. I flew three different airlines. Now living on an island, I have no choice but to fly and see family. I could choose not to see family, but that's not the choice I wanted to make. So when I talk about flying, I don't like to fly. And it's not because I'm afraid of flying. I'm not at all. I watch all of those disaster films about plane crashes and planes falling out of the sky. And they, it just doesn't scare me. Not at all. Somehow, I feel like if something were to happen, it's just God's will. So it doesn't scare me to fly. I've been on so many airplane rides that even the smallest little bump or weird noise doesn't get to me. I think I would know if it was an unusual noise or an unusual amount of turbulence, then it would perk me up, but never experienced anything out of the ordinary. So I don't like flying because everything you have to do in order to get on the plane. And over the years, and we're talking a couple of decades, it has gotten worse and worse and worse. And I know there's many of you that feel the same way I do. There's got to be, because it's just insanity at airports. And it's not the amount of people flying. It's all of the rules. There are long lines, yes, because there's a lot of people that like to fly, and that's great for the airlines. And the airlines, staying in business, are part of our economy. So that is very good that they have a lot of passengers. However, I, I think... The biggest change to have caused all of these rules was 9-11, where we had to start having more security, and then the shoe bomber, and having to take off our shoes, and then the giant x-ray machines, which I felt was way overboard. And then with COVID, that was another access of, of evil that came along, and changed airport uh, rules and flying and we haven't pulled away from that yet although COVID is still around the rules I think are still going to stay in place not the masking but the services in the air such as meals entertainment blankets are slowly going away. I can already see it on all airlines that I traveled during 
this this past week will not come back. Now, as I said, I went on three different airlines and had three completely different experiences. And even in, let's see, four different airports, the signs you need to follow. Oh, my goodness. I will tell you one story. It's, it's a little, uh, there's a couple of embarrassing stories. When you travel alone, you don't have anybody to kind of tell you what you're doing or say, oh, where should we go? Uh, where's the gate? Uh, where do we do this? So when you're traveling alone, mm, things happen. So in one airport, I went to my gate and I looked at where the plane was going and I noticed that it was not going to the city that I thought I was going to. And I thought, oh, maybe I'm there so early. It's still showing the city that the last group went to. So I just sat down and relaxed a minute or two. And I pulled out my ticket and looked at it, see what time we're boarding. And I happened to glance at my gate assignment and realized that I'm sitting at the wrong gate. And I actually went to my seat assignment. Yes, my seat assignment was 7F, and I went to that, that gate number. Yes, yes, I'm an idiot. <laughs> or I have bad eyesight. I think that's, it's about maybe more bad eyesight than an idiot. But So after that first long walk, I had to take another very long walk to the other side of the airport, or at least that, that in Giant building. You know how large airports <clears throat> can be? And I'm healthy enough. I can I can walk it. Uh, it's a little more walking than I tend to do in a day. I made it to the correct gate and sat down and I still made, I still had plenty of time. So that was not the issue, but that was not the airline's fault. That was my fault. But another problem I, I had, this I think is the problem with the signage in the airports. You know how you go and just about all the airlines now have these kiosks to check in, even though you've checked in online. If you need to check in a bag, you now have to go to these kiosks and do it again to get your bag tag. So I was doing that and these these nice people want to come and help you. You know, the airline workers want to come and help you. And I do appreciate the help that they give. And they usually would do a little chit-chatting with me. But he was chit-chatting and I was looking at my ticket. And at the same time, he started telling me what to do next. And I was very unfamiliar with this airport terminal in this city. I, I had never been in this particular terminal, so I was unfamiliar with it. And all I heard from him was go up the escalator. Now, looking back on that, I realized, hmm, um, that's strange to go up the escalator with your bag. So I proceeded to go up the escalator with my checked bag. Now, some of you right now are realizing my mistake. I proceeded on, just kept going with, <laughs> with my bag and my carry-on and my purse, okay? I get to, it wasn't until I got to the security checkpoint, you know, TSA. And I looked down at what I was carrying 
And I thought, wait a minute, this isn't right. I got to put this giant bag up on, on here. That's not right. Will it even fit through there for them to x-ray this? This isn't right. And so the line is going, and so I put the bag on, and I said to uh, the TSA agent, I said, I have made an error. Don't ask me how I did it. Um, I brought my checked bag here. I didn't mean to. Uh, what should I do? And she said, well, go ahead and put it through, and you can check it at the gate. And if we need to take it ourselves, we will if it doesn't go through. So fortunately, there was nothing in there that I couldn't bring onto the plane in case, you know, I didn't check it. You know, there was no large bottles of shampoo that could have been a bomb, you know. <laughs> so there was nothing in there that they deemed as bad. And then I checked it at the gate. But the embarrassing part about it, not just that part itself at security, but I'm sitting at the gate waiting for, you know, to board. And they keep making these announcements about how this plane is going to be full. If anybody would like to check their, uh, their carry-on, please do, because uh, not everybody's bag is going to fit. And if we can have any volunteers, please. Well, here's me, this this lady s sitting there with this enormous bag and a carry-on. And I know I'm I'm just really self-conscious about things like that. And as a dear loved one told me as I was <clears throat> retelling her this story, she said, you should have just owned it, right? Just stood there with confidence of, I know what I'm doing. Don't look at me. I know you all are staring at me. Who are you to stare at me? <laughs> uh, but I just felt like crawling into a hole. <laughs> but it turned out okay. But I, I blame the airport and only about 10% me and my tired brain. Because everything was behind me. I, the, the signs. It wasn't clear. To, to, an un to a new traveler that didn't know a proper procedure could easily make that mistake themselves too, right? It is really confusing on what to do when you go to an airport if you rarely fly or it's the first time you fly. Boarding the planes was always an issue. That That is nothing new. When they call different classes of pre-boarding, people needing assistance, that makes sense, people in wheelchairs, people on crutches. That makes total sense to me. Uh, families traveling with uh, small children, infants. I was there once. That was me at one time. That makes total sense. I witnessed one boarding, uh, one of the plane rides. A family attempted to board early when they called for families with young children. Their two children looked to be maybe nine or ten and I thought, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, they're small. They're smaller people, yes. <laughs> but uh, when they got up there, the ticket agent, she just made this grand announcement. She started to see what was happening. And she said, families 
with small children two years of age and younger. And I saw that family do the walk of shame and walk back to one of the regular lines. So sometimes the system does work. So that's always a little bit of an irritant for me when I see that. I just want people to follow the rules. That's all. Don't we, don't we want that? Don't be a rule breaker because you're going to irritate others. <laughs> then once you get on the plane, you got to put your s- stuff in the overhead bins. And sometimes if you're one of the last to get on, you can't fit your things in the overhead head bin. So if they're a row, a couple rows up or a couple rows back, from where you're sitting then that's kind of a pain or sometimes it just works out fine but on this journey that wasn't an issue for me I was always in group one I got lucky and then there's on one of the legs of this trip I sat in an exit row I suggest never sitting in an exit row okay there's quite a few more rules I realized I don't think I ever sat in an exit row Granted, there is a lot of legroom. I'm not really in need of it, but it, that part was nice. You don't have to ask, you know, sitting at the window, I didn't have to ask the people next to me to excuse me, excuse me, excuse me to get out to go to the restroom. But, you know, it, the flight attendant says they must have explained to me several times that I would, you know, I would have to verbally agree to help should there be an emergency yes I agree I felt like saying do you agree that I would be all right to help you I'm going to ask you verbally Mr. Flight Attendant (laughs) I mean look at me do you think I can handle it do you know that I suffer from a lot of anxiety issues do you think I look like I'm capable of helping you in an emergency? I might be. I think sometimes in an emergency, we all can help. You know, I don't know. I think we should take some kind of test before we're allowed to sit in this special emergency row on knowing all of the expectations after sitting in this special exit row. I'm I'm a little concerned now on future trips. I mean, if I have three little old ladies, not to pick on ladies, but if they're elderly ladies sitting there, can I trust that they can, you know, uh, help? And what is the help I would have given? You know, I can swing that big arm of the door, but I don't know how heavy it is. Can I push it? I don't know if I'm strong enough. There were other two other men sitting next to me maybe they would be good but I don't know that's a lot of pressure a lot of pressure but anyway it was very cold sitting in that particular seat so that's the main reason I didn't like it other than the pressure and luckily there was no emergency no emergency so that was good that's not the point of this but it's a side point It's not good to sit in the exit row. If you feel that you could not perform in an emergency, that that is just too much pressure on you during an airplane flight, that you couldn't relax knowing you might have to do something with that door, okay? 
And you also cannot plug in your device during takeoff and landing. You have to unplug it. So that's just a little side note and a little side point, a little extra for you there. Speaking of points, let's get to a point. The point here today is travel by airplane has changed very much in the last 20 years. It is no longer about comfort, luxury. It is almost like a bus in the air. I used to look forward somewhat to flying, but I know that everybody involved in the process of flying, even all of those at the airport working to those flying the airplane and working on in the airplane and and the passengers we all need to be patient and just know that this is a a mode of transportation not an experience that's what I used to think of it as an experience don't look for the excitement of it it's just a bus ride So pack your patience as that very trite saying goes. It's very true when it comes to airlines. Let's not be in a rush. Get there early, yes, in case you go to the wrong gate like your stupid host here. (laughs) That's our point today. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow on whatever you are listening on today so you will never miss an episode and if you see me lost in an airport someday stop say hi and point me in the right direction until next time bye